and the mouse keep running, running, and 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 running, running, Welcome to episode 106 of the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast. I am Jim, and we'll be joined by Brandon in just a little bit. I'm going to be doing this intro all by my lonesome while Brandon eats. Uh, I had been gone for about six days now. I am back, ready. That's why we are one day late. Hopefully, I will not be all rusty. Because I have not recorded in a while But hey, here we go Uh, This is, like I said, episode 106 And if you want to find us all over the internets and such You can go to our website, which is weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com You can go over to our Twitter, which is WSMarvelComics If you follow me, I will follow you back Out of respect Respect, as they say Uh, We also have a Patreon account where you can go and support us for this podcast and get many, many more podcasts, including this week's Patreon-only spotlight, which was Absolute Carnage, Symbiote of Vengeance number one, and Gwenpool Strikes Back number two. So you can get both of those. Now, this episode being a day late, possibly a dollar short, maybe five dollars short, we might say. Me and Brandon are going to talk about three books. We have a male tonight and then we will be out for the week and then we'll be back next week obviously and we me and double a ron will get together and continue our x-men coverage of the hickman x-men books powers of 10 house of x whichever is going on right now i'm telling you i'm out of it i did not read a lot of what went on last week i still have to catch up i thought that i was going to have a bit of relaxation and comic book reading i did not Also ended up driving 13 hours to and from South Carolina, from where I am right here, and I drove the whole time, so I could not read, obviously read comics while I was driving, Uh, though it seemed like a lot of other drivers on the road may have been the way that they were driving, but we're going to stop right now, head off to me and Brandon talking about some book. All right, and I'm here with Brandon. I don't think that he's drunk yet. Uh, Or possibly still is. Yes, Monday. It's it's Monday somewhere, right? Is that what they said? Yes, indeed. Not for me. For some of us. Aguilar Aguilar had uh, Butterfingers and really ruined the game for uh, my Eagles. But hey, that's how it goes. I didn't have a good feeling about the game from the get-go. I even told you. I'm like, you know, there's troubles. Yeah, Yeah, it didn't seem like it was set up for them to have a good game there. So, And they didn't. So there you go. Uh, But we are here to talk a couple books. This is going to be a condensed show because I just got back from South Carolina. And boy, my arms are tired. I I don't have the drum sound effect. No, (laughs) we drove. I drove from South Carolina. And boy, my legs are tired. But boom, boom. Yeah. Actually, we, we ended up, it was a 13-hour drive, and uh, I got in at 
8.30 a.m. And Zach wanted to go to the buffet I always go to, <laughs> so we didn't go to bed. We ended up actually waiting a couple hours and then went to bed. Or actually, what am I saying? Went to the buffet and then came home, and then I was busy doing things. It would have been real things, easy so. to go to bed after that buffet. Yeah, you know, yeah exhaustion, I didn't do that. Belly. So, yeah, yeah. I'm, pretty, I'm pretty tired right now. So uh, we're going to do these two books. I already did a mail section. You did not have to participate in. I did that. We had one mail uh, and basically just said, why does Brandon drink all the time? And I said, because he's depressed. He lives well, in Buffalo. Well, now it's football season, so yeah, I have an yeah. excuse. Yes, really. Actually, they didn't <laughs> ask that at all. You'll, you'll hear everybody else, but you'll hear that later. But we're going to start with Daredevil number 11. And I said, I I read most of these books, a a couple of them, before I even went to South Carolina, and then I forgot everything that happened in these books. So I I ended up rereading I've been trying to catch up on a lot of stuff. Not necessarily that we talk on the podcast, but, you know, the other books. And, um, you know, I I just totally forgot what books come out on what week at this point in time. Everything's all jumbled together. Yeah, this this actually going away for five, six days really screwed me. I have no idea what's going on at all. Newborns do uh, that, too. Yeah, yeah, they they do. They get in the way. They do. Here we go. I I know how that is. And you know what? That doesn't change. I got five boys. uh, All Well, actually, Ethan didn't go with us to South Carolina. He said he had to work. And then we found out later he was lying. He, he just didn't want to go. Yeah, <laughs> he wasn't even working. So he had taken off like we had asked him two months ago. He just didn't want to go. But we needed somebody to watch the dog anyway. Um, but my oldest son, Alex, was there. And we don't get to see him that much. So that was pretty fun as well. And uh, I mentioned it in the mail coming up. There, there was a real big problem coming home because uh, we ended up having a very competitive race because I drove and <laughs> Alex drove. And we had, you know, some of the people in Alex's car, some in mine. And one of the people that was in there in what, whatever car, I'm not going to reveal. I talked yes. about this a little bit more. Had pooped their pants and it ended oh, up boy. ruining it for that car. Oh, so we'll have, to see. we'll have to see who and what that was. Couldn't but here have been we go. an adult. Because adults uh, don't you, do that, You don't right? know that. Uh, because the problem <laughs> is, is when there's competition going between me and Alex or me and any of the kids, you're not going to let people stop to go to the bathroom. So that that, <laughs> cause, that and this car legitimately stopped twice for Mexican food on, on oh, the way geez. back. So there yeah. was some trouble. You're not going to let a silly thing like there gas get in the way of troubles. a competition either, yes, right? Yes, <laughs> No, no. So, and then uh, you'll love this. Ended up having to eventually pull over when the pants were pooped in downtown Baltimore uh, on a, uh, you know, pretty much Saturday at 1 a.m. or so. Somewhere around the that, 1 is, or 2 a.m. Did you bring scissors? No, you'll see. (laughs) You'll have to find out. You'll have to find out. That's going to be on the next uh, Jim Has Issues podcast. There's a lot to talk about from this trip. But we're here to talk about Daredevil. Daredevil number 11, written by Chip Zdarsky. Art by Marco Cicchetto. Cicchetto. He is back. He is back, and I like it. Uh, Geppetto. It is, right? Geppetto. Uh, Colors by Nolan Woodward. Pinocchio. And you ended up having letters by VCs Clayton Cowles all the way under the writing. VCs Clayton Cowles. He does not get. They do the credits very weird. He's not on the marquee up there. He doesn't get the respect he deserves. And I'm going to have to do something about that. When Matt Murdock was a kid, he lost his sight in an accident involving radioactive chemicals. Though, did he poop in Baltimore? 
after eating a lot of burritos. Is that Maybe. what happened to That's him? That question. is not what happened to him. He uh, he didn't have much luck as a kid. He had a little luck. He didn't poop in Baltimore. Though he could no longer see the chemicals heighten Murdoch's other senses and imbued him with an amazing 360-degree radar sense. Now Matt uses his abilities to fight for his city as Daredevil. Daredevil is everywhere, ambushed by his uh, corrupt New York PD. Co-workers, Detective Cole North, a resilient transplant from Chicago, was saved by an unfamiliar masked man he can only assume is the true guardian devil. Despite the many Daredevil copycats, Matt Murdoch cannot stop himself from trying to save the kitchen. His normal life has still led to trouble, including connection with the Libris crime family and now the devil isn't the only thing from Matt's past that has come back to haunt him. This is through hell or should I say heck for this, part one. Yes. And you do start out before those credits, you start out with a little bit showing another copycat, Daredevil. This is not yeah. that lady we saw before, obviously. No. This ends up being a, I guess it's a, a guy in pretty good shape. On. Yeah, yeah, this in, guy uh, seems Hell's in pretty Kitchen. good shape. He seems to be able to he's hold his own nice a bit. Mustache, go yeah, yeah, going he's got a mustache. And the, like the weird Zorro thing is, I ended up thinking at first that what was happening is the it was the guy who was in jail on the parole for uh, Matt's parolee. I thought yeah. that maybe he had escaped jail and something. It, it's not. Uh, we'll find out later. Not who it is, but what this leads to, because this guy ends up helping a woman who seems to be, you know, either getting robbed or worse. Yeah, something's going on. You know, you're not going to hurt me anymore. Uh, He is beating her up. He's forcing his way in. And this copycat daredevil goes in and grabs them. They end up crashing all around through the door out in the hallway where the NYPD comes. Now, this is the thing. This guy is impersonating daredevil. Yeah, He doesn't know that the New York PD within the ranks hates Daredevil at this yeah. point and just wants to kill Daredevil. They he got even night said, sticks out right yeah, And he go. even says like, whoa, 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 it's okay. You know, I won't put up a fight that, you know, I just want it to help. And they end up taking him, they which we care. see at the end. Also yeah. in the meantime, I don't think that these police, when we see later are on the up and up anyway, because at this point, Actually, I don't Cole, think there's a cop in this Hell's Kitchen that's on the well, up and up and besides that's the Cole thing, North, because while this is going on, the, up the NYPD is actually doing a sting to get Daredevil. So these cops going in to get this guy here, getting him as Daredevil, obviously they're not involved in what is really going on. I have a feeling that half of these cops aren't even working for the NYPD anymore, may have been suspended. They may have been all you know, with all the stuff that had gone down. Uh, with Cole and things like that, because they don't seem to even be aware that there is a daredevil sting going on. They just show up here ready to, you know, knock some heads. Uh, you do end up then going off to see, you know, Matt, where he was on the yeah. rooftop when Electra showed up last issue for yeah. the uh, for the cliffhanger. She showed up, and you know, I was thinking that she's going to be like, hey, you know. Daredevil, what's going on, baby? You know, are you okay? I heard you had some problems. She's pretty pissed, and she's pretty yeah. pissed that, you know, here's Daredevil dressing up ridiculous, and even it's spelled out by Matt, the idea of, you know, she doesn't know the difference, Matt, Daredevil, yeah, this was all cleared out. for blind guys. She never made yeah. that connection. Yeah, uh, and it was taken away when she died, it seemed. So you see, it even says, Daredevil, uh, volume five, number 20. He says, like, she, luckily, she separated now i don't want that to change yeah really the coincidence of things being that but <laughs> she she ends up saying you know hey stick uh you know he taught us how to fight and things like that 
you're pretty weak now. And, and your nonsense, you may not be daredevil right now. You're going to get yourself killed. And you're going to get people hurt, which we've seen. He's already killed yeah. somebody, you know, it's at the beginning all of this led to. And uh, she just basically goes off saying that, you know, she's going to train him now. She's going to be their stick. But yeah. you tell us what happens next. Yeah, well, the, you know, Electra jumps off the building and then we go to the, what, what's it, Lucia crime family or Lucia? I, the I Libris. Never, it's the Libris, Libris crime okay. family. Well, well, Lucia, hey, <laughs> what's it going on? Samson, hey, I there. was way off Now there. it's yeah. the Libris. I ended up <laughs> so, having to cough, but yeah, yeah it, you, you ended uh, up with that. It seems them. like the mother who's, who's, you know, the head of this family is keeping everybody in lock and key in, in some secret house where, you know, Owl can't get them or Owl's leaving. Yeah. And it's pissing or making the dad and, and the, the wife Daredevil slept with earlier mad. Um, yeah. She's screaming at him about that. He's screaming at his mom about trying to get out of here. Everyone's Yeah, he wants really to unhappy. get out. He wants to do some things. He wants to go and take it to the streets. Yeah, he wants, he to, wants to take to, revenge on Owlsley. Yeah, he and, wants and to kill Owlsley. No, 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 we can't. And, and this is the funny thing is she is actually playing it pretty good because of what Kingpin said. Kingpin yeah. said, listen, you know, don't do nonsense. You know, deal with yeah, your own things. She's it, waiting for Kingpin to make the move for them. Yeah. And, and and even says, I think that she knows what is trying to happen here because she even says, listen, you know, there's zero tolerance. We're not going to do any craziness. Uh, you know, I'm saving you. I'm protecting you and your wife and my granddaughter yeah. here. Uh, don't mess it up. Because this is our time. We're, we're going to end up benefiting if you they can argue just about, sit uh, down. Once he leaves there, because um, he kind of gets kicked out by her goon because of the yeah. way he's talking to his mom. They argue about the bookstore because what would you save it for if I can't reopen yeah, it? Yeah, and, that's and it's the worst argument. because he ends up getting – he argues with his mom. And then he goes out and his wife, uh, Mindy, starts to argue with him. And then he's got to be like defending his mom, who he just was mad at. It's one of those yeah. things. This happens all the time, well, especially it, it, when you're like married. He was, he's trying to get her what she wants, but he was just told no. So she's yeah. complaining and yelling at him for not getting her what she wants. He's like, yeah, I don't really. know what you want me and, to and do really, here. I mean, she really comes off as a jerk. I, I yeah. mean, they all do. But she and, comes and off as, as, as a as selfish she runs jerk. Away, she's on the phone with Matt, you know, that, trying to get thing. him to come well, over when for this the booty is going call. She's like, yeah, why didn't you open up the bookstore then? This is what you saved it for, right? And I'm just thinking, you're a cheater. You you're gonna, jerk. Uh, why are you mad at him? you're going to get murdered as soon He's as that place opens He's trying to, you know, up. help out and all this stuff going on. And you're there just, you know, bitching yeah. and moaning. And, yeah, and a, yet you're going to end up dead. He's a mob boss, you know, he's yeah. a crime dude, but he's not necessarily, he's never that I've seen really treated her terribly, like no. had her own. Gave her her own business and all this stuff. And, and, and her she biggest problem seems is that he that. tries to protect her by not letting her do a lot. Yeah. And I guess the whole thing is you're supposed to feel bad for her because the one thing that she does have is the bookstore. And now that's kind of been taken from her. But, you know, she, she just got to deal with it. You, you have a yep. little kid that you're holding. You were just at dinner that got shot up. I know. You, you know, Daredevil just be saved quiet. Half your family's life. Yeah, just, just chill out sit for there five and and yeah, deal with it for a little bit. I, I see the mother's, you know, her her bookcase is in there. Go into her room and pretend it's a bookstore. You have yeah. your daughter pretend she's buying books <laughs> from reading. here or something. Yeah, really? Right. I mean, why do you need that? Uh, but in, in all in all, from where it goes to, it does seem like all she wants to do is be able to freely call Matt up for, like you said, a booty call. 
It's yep. nonsense. Her yelling. No, Where's I that know. kid when the booty call's going down? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's a manufactured argument, essentially, for her to get yeah, out of there and leave. pretend like she's and upset I love to it get too. mad over. He's like, we can't have the bookstore. I told you that. We have to stay here to be safe. And then she's like, well, I'm leaving. I'm like, I don't think that was an option. Yeah, and especially no. if you're leaving, that's fine. Leave your daughter there. Leave her there. I know that you would think that, well, where the mob bosses are is where the trouble might be. But she seems like the mother of the the main mother. She has set this up to make them safe. Leave your daughter there, then go for your booty call. You sure. But, you know, you, you go off then. And Cole has a new partner that they've stuck him with. Uh, this poor guy. I mean, it, it's just setting him up probably to get killed eventually. He, he looks he like just, Conor McGregor a Yeah, little he does bit. a little. He, he looks like a Conor McGregor slash Mitch Gerard's a, a yeah. bit. I um, think he's eating the Impossible Burger right there. He might be. That, that may be the case. And <laughs> and drinking coffee with a hamburger that is nonsense. That I would never. Nonsense. I would never. You can that. drink though, it after. No, I'm well saying. I'm, I'm looking at this. It does look like possibly that is a soda thing. I do see a straw, but it does look like a coffee cup. Also. I don't know. Because it looks like it's got that sleeve around yeah, it, the hot yeah. sleeve. Yeah, you don't need yeah. the hot sleeve for, for your sodas. And and Marco Cacetta, I love his art. He can't draw fries. It, no. These fries look they like look it's a, a bunch of needles that, that yeah. you're going to eat. I don't, don't want to eat them. needles. Oh, yeah, I Maybe are, if I'm really hungry. Those are the I stale might. McDonald's version yeah, of those fries. Right so there. what's going on? Because here he's eating a burger, but yet it looks like he has a dipping sauce. Is well, that a little I'll thing you, of ketchup? I'll tell you I, what I'm extremely jealous of. What's his that? dashboard is so flat he can yeah, rest his food and drink yeah, up there. I mean, jeez, that's and a then, car feature I plus, want. Please. Napkins. <laughs> Who needs those? Uh, outrageous, <laughs> right. these napkins. So I, I guess that might be a little thing of ketchup. But if this this looks like a fast food restaurant, you would probably go through the drive through. They would have given them packets. I, I'm sensing a lot of issues. I don't know. You see with those Heinz, art. those other alternate Heinz packages. I see, but those don't get... look like round things like that. No. They look yeah, like that a looks bottle like of barbecue ketchup. sauce. Maybe it's a barbecue like, yeah. sauce dipper. Nah, screw He's not that. A it, it, and really, it, this burger right there. Also, I'm seeing the burger looks like it has so many vegetables on it. Maybe yeah, so, it, it's, it's falling the out. That's burger, nonsense. Maybe. Why do you need? That or much vegetable. Order a salad, Burger Detective King Green. Veggie Whopper, which yeah. is just vegetables. Another thing it, is, he's know? gonna get it all in his beard. He's gonna have that barbecue sauce. I, I guess here's the thing too. Maybe the ketchup is for dipping the fries. But why would you have it on the other side? I, I'm I've really seen people not just dip this. their burgers in ketchup before. That's yeah, but not in a little too, cup but... like that. That's where you put it in a bowl, <laughs> gotta, or actually yeah, put it on a plate at side home. Side of the wrapper. Yeah, yeah really. This this is bad stakeout food, is what I'm saying here. Plus, he's going to have to pee soon. Uh, and maybe poop his pants in Baltimore. <laughs> but yeah, so they're doing this. What they're setting up is is a sting. They're, they're making phony, yeah. uh, you know, muggings, muggings phony yeah. crimes so that Daredevil will show up. They can get him. Unfortunately for them, Spider-Man shows up. And Spider-Man yeah. shows up, ends up getting shot at one point with a, a gun or web they gun? tried to a, a web gun, a, yeah, <laughs> a net. He ends up getting it, uh, you know, away from that and, and ends up webbing Cole and taking him up with him to another building, which is pretty fun. You know, Cole yeah, ends is. up getting webbed and they go off. He also webs green there so he can't shoot him, uh, things like that. But obviously they didn't get their man. They ended up, you know, really pissing off Spider-Man actually when it all comes down to it. Uh, you go off then with Matt 
going to check on his a parole E, which is Joey, and he goes and talks to the guy that gave him the job because Matt asked him to, who's singing Taking Care of Business by BTO as he <laughs> opens, know. which is a pretty good uh, song to start the day with, the yeah, work day. Uh, I just like every day he goes, it's like halfway in, and I'm like, what is he? Oh, he's taking care of business. Uh, and he says, how's Joey doing? He's like, he's doing good. He hasn't shown up this morning in a weird deal. And that's where I'm like, ooh, it was that that daredevil guy. But it was not. He ended up getting a ride and goes. And this is the thing. Matt doesn't know. He suspects that Joey knows that he is, in fact, daredevil and killed his brother. Um, but he's not sure. Joey isn't saying anything. He yeah, seems he to be nice. Especially by him. the way he reacts when he sees yeah. him. Like you can he hear doesn't his heart look at him in the eye. Stuff. Yeah, and his heartbeat and stuff. So we'll have to see if that's the case. We thought that he might know, uh, but also Joey's mom gets out as well to thank Matt and it's like thank you very much for getting him this job for helping out with the parole and deal. And Matt is going a little too overboard. Yeah, he, he is guilty. He feels guilty. I mean, and he keeps mentioning he yeah, did kill he says the later, son like, your slash Catholic brother of is, this family. Yeah. yeah. So he's just offering too much he really is pretty much showing he that to he slider did some cash oh he's gonna do anything you, you know even possibly go get a burger with a side of ketchup for her but <laughs> yeah so he's like you know anything you need you know let me know and she even says why are you doing this and he's like you yeah, know i feel bad and so you go off then you go off to what is pretty much in my mind the most important part of this issue and also a pretty cool deal where you see that Kingpin has been pretty mad at at Owsley and ended up kidnapping him and putting him in the trunk of his car and then driving to the airport where there are no drones. He says nobody's going to see them what they're doing and says to Owsley, listen, you were told not to rock the boat. You were told this. You were told that we can all benefit. Everybody can get rich if you just stick with your plan. Plus, you're going with the drugs. You know, you're all over the place. If I was Kingpin, I would just kill Owsley because he's such a gross looking dude. The thing is, (laughs) Owsley, I know, and it's the way it's drawn here is so good. He he looks like he's on like a meth binge for four days. He looks like me after a 13 hour trip. Is what ends yeah. up when he, I'm go. telling In you, those lines under kids. my eyes, yeah. that's how I look like. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he's like, hey, listen, you know, I should kill you. I'm not. I, I feel magnanimous today. What I'm going to do is I'm going to send you on a, a vacation on my private island where you're going to think about things. You're going to think about what you did to the Liebers family. You're going to think about how you're going to come back and do right by them and do right by me and, and mind your own damn business and do what you were told. Yeah. And I was like, this drug I'm nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. And this is, to me, you want to know later where we have the, you know, where did this, uh, you know, Kingpin being mayor jump the shark? This is it. Because he realizes that this, because Owsley says, and it's true, like, you're done. You're not from the streets anymore. You're all fancy. He says the only blood that you taste now is probably on your plate in a fancy restaurant. You don't have it in you anymore. (laughs) Just get out of here. It'd be funny. He's like, how did you hear that I go to blood restaurant? (laughs) And so, you know, Kingpin's like just looking at him. He's like, you know, excuse me. He's like, you just don't have it. Just stop. You know, I know that you're going with the Stramans. You're going to be having a dinner with them, That one of the most powerful family in America. So 
you're not going to want stuff to get leaked. You don't want stuff in the press. You don't want people to know that you're still involved with us. So you just shut your mouth. He ends up slashing the throat uh, of one of his and aides goons, and then yeah. just leaps out and bleeps. Yeah, I, I had you know, to look up goes. his powers. I'm like, can he fly? He can glide for short yeah, distances, Yeah, he's gliding out. Yeah. And he looks he looks pretty bad butt. Uh, and yeah, it's a bad butt Owlsley deal. And Kingpin does not He's say got a anything. problem on his hands. Now, now. Yeah, yeah, Kingpin now realizes, you know, he, he's going to have a conflict of is he still going to try to be crime boss or mayor? Because it seems like this is going to have to be one or the other. And you just know that he's not going to let Owlsley just talk trash like yeah, that and leave. So Owlsley's it's trouble. going to get his head shut between yeah. the car yeah. door and the side of the, the car, I think. Yep. And then you go back to Spidey has Cole on the roof of a building. He's watching for the sunset, the, you know, deal. And even Cole, he's there with the webbing around him, uh, you know, to the side of a, uh, what's it called? A storage container, it looks like. And he ends up saying, you know, or actually a, an AC vent yeah, type deal. Yeah, AC unit and, or something. Yeah, and he's like, uh, hey, uh, you know, you, you and your mask guys, you think you're better, you're above the law. And Spider-Man, finally, he's just like, we are. And I don't care what you say. We the rules are different for us. We we are different, and I don't know how you think that your laws are going to you know benefit or be you know with somebody who can jump over a building or throw a car you know. But what we have is we're heroes, and we do have a code that we do. We are people who try to be above the law, but not above the law of being you know that law doesn't mean anything. They want to be above the law because they're more. And it says to him, you know, Cole about that and says, it's not a difference of lawful or unlawful. It's a difference of good or bad. And which do you want to be? Because he says, you know, you're going to have to make the choice that my webbing is going to dissolve. You're going to be free in a minute. You got to make the choice. Are are you going to uphold the law or are you going to, you know, just end up being a jerk? Yeah. So he goes off and says, even with Matt, what happened with Matt and Daredevil, he's not going to say Matt, but what happened with Daredevil, Daredevil's still a hero. He ends up trying to help people. He does things. He, they they put their life on the line. They have to do it without anybody knowing who they are. It's an awful life. So he says, you know, I'm I'm going to tell you that we are above that. So not stop your nonsense. So he goes off, and that it just leaves Cole there, you know, kind of fuming uh, there, standing on a rooftop with his gun. You do see that Mindy tries to call Matt for some booty call. Matt is kind of like, yeah, I don't know about this. I'd like to help you, but maybe not a booty call. But he hears something going on. And what he hears is that somebody has, quote unquote, Daredevil, and they're going to do something bad. Like I said, these cops are kind of getting out of uniform now and things like that. So we'll have to see what this is going to be, how it's going to deal with it. But they are going to probably kill this guy if Matt doesn't get involved and stop it. So we'll have to see. Maybe this will be when Cole ends up finding out about this as well and going. And you can have – we already had Cole get saved by Matt. Maybe this will be the opposite. Maybe this will be where Cole and Matt team up. I'd like to see that. I think they should. Uh, But we'll see. It it was kind of foreshadowed a bit when they were helping each other when Cole was almost murdered by all those cops a couple issues back. Yeah. So I, I think it might be leading to that, although there have been a couple twists here and there that I've enjoyed in the series. Yeah, so, so we'll see. And uh, it does seem like Spidey is there 
maybe to find Matt as well and maybe, you know, yeah, tell him. Yeah, because he said he was going to come find him if he, he yeah. found out he was back into Daredevil And that's Daredevil the thing, stuff, he kind of so. isn't Daredevil now, so we'll see how that goes. But Spidey Although seems Electra's to be kind of... like forcing him back into, yeah. I don't, I yeah, don't and, know. And Spider-Man is kind of a little changing. Yeah, beginning. she left. She said she'd be back to train him, I guess. But uh, Spider-Man seems to be kind of loosening up a bit about how good Matt is and things like that, so we'll see. I'm just upset for Foggy. He wanted to get his brunch and yes. he may not get it because Poor man walks off so i have to see uh i like this I, i'm actually I giving too. it an 8.3 out of 10 i almost went to an 8.5 there is a lot of setup though uh but the setup's good and that the, the yeah. owsley part i really like and i like the deal where you do have this knockoff daredevil here is he there because they think he's daredevil is he there because they know he isn't, and it will draw out the real one. Yeah, but the I thing is, the a lot of these guys were probably the guys who Daredevil beat the crap out of, you know, last issue and things when there was the big brawl in the, you know, in the NYPD uh, building. So we'll have to see. They may know, like, you're not Daredevil. We saw the real Daredevil, you know, yesterday. Uh, this might be to just, you yeah, know, he wouldn't get give up. There. I think they know that. Yeah, so we'll have to see. But uh, what would you give it? Yeah, I'm going to give it an 8.5. I still really enjoy this series. Uh, I think I might bump a little higher than you is because I really love that the art from the yeah. original arc is back. Yeah. Uh, because just the heroes look so much better. And even even though we didn't have a lot of costume hero stuff going on in the last arc, the series was still good. But I don't know. This is the Daredevil that really got me into it in the first place. And I, I, I yeah. Continue to look forward to seeing yeah, how the story Yeah, the art was really good, out. except for the nonsense with the fast food. Uh, and, yeah. you know, that always yeah. gets me. And that was just yeah. kind of a joke with us talking about it. But cereal, the art's really you know? good. Yeah, uh, yeah really. If he's and, and really, if you're eating cereal in a car like that on a stakeout, you, you know the milk's warm. That's nonsense. You know that it's – you know that if you're on a stakeout and you decide to eat cereal, you're going to get a last-second emergency call, and then you're going to forget the cereal's there and drive, and it's going to go all over you. you cereal you don't for that. me, is, it's also really a home-based type food. That's like I don't want to eat it away from home. No. Even at a friend's house or like a relative's, I'm like, nah, it's not the same milk well we go the to the buffet we went today and i i would never eat cereal at the buffet they have a lot of no. cereal there really? i mean tons that's yeah and the heck with that that's home deal i'm eating uh probably about five pounds of bacon i had at one <laughs> point and really when i go to the buffet bacon is not just a food item it's also part of meals that usually aren't bacon it's based the roll for your well, sausage oh, yeah. it's as the well. roll it ends up yeah. where it's a local thing but cream dried beef is a big thing in this area and i it, that's usually served over toast it's like a sausage gravy if you yeah, yeah, are from the south it, but it yeah. has cr- uh, uh, dried beef instead of sausage in it and uh it's really good i love it and uh yeah usually you serve it over toaster or, or biscuits like you would sausage gravy no 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 you serve it over bacon when i'm at the deal i even had a biscuit and i threw the biscuit away i'm like the heck with this i went up and got more bacon but yeah we nice. had a lot of that so yeah that i and again this daredevil i am really enjoying so i'm glad that it continues to yeah. be good it, might, gonna... it might be edging out uh invaders on yeah. the ranking scale 
Which well here's the thing. Really. We were going to talk about Invaders tonight because of time and, and me being exhausted. We are going to skip it. And just a little deal here. Invaders is one of my favorite books. This issue was a little disjointed this week, the Invaders issue. Yeah, uh, some so. of the art was a little confusing like in my mind. rushing to a final yeah. conclusion here yeah, with a really set number went. in mind. But if, if you haven't read it, the big thing is that Tommy Machen, uh, who was in the mind of uh, Namor and even spells out here like, hey, I'm the best part of you in your mind. I'm the one that gets things done. They keep that fight. He ends up showing that he had a plan all along to actually get himself a body. So Tommy Machen is now on his own out and about and does not need Namor and grabs the serpent crown as well for yeah, Namor. Because Namor's kind That's of in, Namor's kind of like in stunned silence uh, as this goes on. But yeah, that was a big part of it. But we're not going to be talking about that. I just wanted to mention that. But we are going to go now to some mail that I did while you were waiting for your lovely wife to get home to yes. take over baby duty. So we'll, right. uh, you'll hear me talk about that. And then we'll be back with Venom to finish up the podcast. Do you have the time to drop me and Brendan line? And with that's my book, comics at gmail.com. We will read them all at the wrong turn, says mail call. Whether they're positive or when they are not You can give a shout out to your peeps Make fun of Brandon but not me It's all for the weekend show Brandon lives in Buffalo Now here's wrong to say Yo, it's mail call Ah, yes, it is mail call. This is the mail section for the night, so I don't have to number it. It's the only one. So it's still number one, but it's number one of one. If you want to be part of the mail and be a star of the show, like Matt coming up, all you have to do is email us at weirdsciencemarvelcomics at gmail.com. And like I said, Matt did do that, and here is his mail. He says, Jim, Brandon, and Double A Run. Obviously, Brandon isn't here again, by the way. He may or may not be drunk right now. He is celebrating the Bills' big victory against the Giants yesterday. So he he may actually be eating dinner, maybe drunk, who knows, maybe a little column A, column B. But Matt says, hey, Jim Brandon and double A, Ron. I'm very much enjoying Jim and Aaron's reviews of the Hickman X books. It's a great listen to both of your point of views, as well as we all try to interpret what is going on as best as we can. And that is true. Everybody's trying to interpret it. I'm glad you jumped back in and stuck with with the reviews until this episode, which we didn't. But we'll be back again for a spotlight. We're going to be doing those X books as separate little spotlights before the weekend edition again, so that me and Double A Ron can kind of you know, not worry about a timing issue or, you know, just kind of go with the flow. Uh, Regarding one observation that I had that I don't think you have discussed, why are the word bubble letters not in all caps like all the rest of the Marvel books? And that's weird because most of the comics in general are in caps, which actually drives me nuts sometimes. But traditionally, anytime upper and lowercase fonts are used, it is to indicate that the characters from the Ultimate Universe, a la most recently the Maker in the Venom books. Could this be Hickman actually restarting the Ultimate Universe? It could be. 
Uh, I'll give you a ding. It just may hello, be. Science. I don't know why that came up, but hello, Dan. How are you doing? Uh, how's how are things going, Dan? Hello, weird science. Uh, hello, I said hello. How hello, about weird science? Uh, Dan, you're you're a one hit wonder. You are. Hello, Dan. Weird oh my. Science. Uh, but we'll have to see if that does mean anything. That's something I didn't pick up on. Is really cool. So I can't wait to read the book this week that I'm behind on, and I'll check that out. Uh, and if he is a restarting the Ultimate Universe, I'll see how people react to that. I think that would be kind of cool. Also, can we get a Jim has issues with road trips podcast? Now I do have a Patreon show that I do with my lovely wife called Jim has issues with his wife. Now. Being that said, I will be basically this next one. We'll be talking about our road trip. So there will be a gym as issues with road trips. And I'll give you a little hint. I talked about this on the Patreon news show that I did right before I recorded here. There is a, a bit of uh, not controversy, but on the way back, we had two cars. It was me driving with Tanya and Zach, my son, who was in the Marines, who uh, graduated from boot camp and is home for 10 days. In the other car was my uh, oldest son, Alex, driving, his girlfriend, Caitlin, and then Logan and Rafe, my two youngest sons. Ethan did not go with us. He lied and said he had to work. And then we found out later that was not true. That Hence a lie. Uh, but we were driving back and it became kind of a race, which is, you know, usually pretty dangerous when you're driving 13 hours and then somebody's going 110 miles an hour. You know, that sort of thing. I was pretty much the turtle. He was the hare. Uh, I was just going the speed limit, a little over the speed limit. He was kind of, you know, fast, slow, fast, slow. It was driving me nuts. But uh, at one point, somebody in all of these people I mentioned had to go to the bathroom and possibly was not allowed to go to the bathroom because the driver of that car said that it was ridiculous and they would lose time. Now, that led to that person then pooping their pants. I have to keep it clean for the Marvel podcast. He ended up pooping his pants, and then they ended up having to stop in a Baltimore, downtown Baltimore, and uh, use a bathroom there. And so uh, you have to guess which car and who that was who had to poop. I kind of let it out that it was not any of the drivers. So it was not me or Alex, but it was one of the other people. And this whole fiasco caused that car to lose the bet and ended up actually getting home a couple hours after the other car. So that'll be part of the road trip podcast. Uh, He says, uh, I'm sure some hilarity ensued on the trip to South Carolina. Uh, It did. It also, uh, a lot of fights, a lot of craziness. Also tons. If If you are from the South Carolina area or even, you know, South Carolina, North Carolina deal, Somebody please tell me why every two seconds. Now, the big joke is, is you're heading down and back or whatever. You're going to get south of the border uh, billboards. And if you've been down that way, you'll know what I'm talking about. That is not the most prevalent billboard. I don't care where you are in South Carolina heading towards south of the border. uh, We were on the road that's south of the border. We passed it. But that was not the most prevalent billboard that we saw. There is another billboard for a food product. That I swear, at one point, Tanya told me to stop pointing it out because there were so many. At one point, I said within a mile, just one mile, there were nine of these billboards on either side of the road. And it was driving me nuts because it's something I have never eaten. And I wanted to, 
but nobody would allow me to get it at any point. And then I actually thought, and I'm not going to reveal what it is, you have to guess, but we, I actually ended up at, I believe, a Circle K at one point down there that did have this food item, but they were out. And actually, I think it was because it was a little too early to get it. They were not prepared yet. So I was not allowed to eat this product. I never had it. The only way I'm going to get it now is to order it online because they do not have that in the Northeast where I live. So you have to see what that is. Uh, and it was nonsense, the amount of billboards, probably 10,000 billboards for this. And I thought, boy, they're really putting a lot of money into a product that I don't know deserves this amount of billboards. But uh, we haven't gone to the Philly cheesesteak excursion yet, though we did end up coming home and then not going to bed and going to the buffet that we love in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, the Shady Maple Buffet. Me, uh, Zach, Logan, and Ethan then went to the buffet. Rafe could not. He had to go to school. Uh, and it's a, he says, I would love to hear about it. And you will. And he says, thanks, Matt. And that is the mail. That was the only mail. But yeah, if you want to hear that nonsense, what went on, that will be on the Patreon this month, and probably by this weekend. Me and Tanya plans on recording the Jim Has Issues with His Wife and Road Trips podcast. I, I was making notes as we were going, and I ended up I'm telling you, three pages of notes that this trip ended up being with just nonsense, just nonsense that always happens to me. Uh, and, and including things where when Zach graduated, we had to pick him up and take him right off the base. I mean, you graduate and they're like, you get out of here. You have your 10 days, you, but you got to get off the base. And so me and Zach ended up driving together and he had his uniform on. Uh, from the graduation so we ended up driving and we stopped at a grocery store we actually it was the Publix grocery store down there and there's even stories about that about what happened when we ended up stopping I ended up getting sushi at the grocery store and it was delicious I loved it but yeah Zach ended up finding out you know, a couple benefits of uh, serving. So uh, we'll talk about that as well, amongst other crazy things like names. I, I should have a list of all the names Tanya called me while we were driving and then when we were there in South Carolina. And just incredible the amount of cursing that I got just because I'm not very good at following a GPS. That That is one of my only flaws, I would say. I'm pretty flawless, right? Uh, following a GPS, not a strong point of mine. And, and I'll explain why. And I have a very specific reason why it has to do with how crazy my head is and how I like to plan things. Uh, the GPS does not work out for me that way, but Hey, that's it. That's the mail. A little sneak peek. You can go over to the Patreon at patreon.com slash weird science and get to the level of the Jim has issues with his wife podcast to hear all of that craziness coming up, but I'm going to leave you all now and rejoin Brandon so that we can finish up the podcast and talk about Venom. All right. And I'm back with Brandon and we have yes. one last book of the two book podcast. And that is Venom number 18. Venom. It is an absolute carnage tie-in as it has been. One Disgrace of the better reporter. ones. Yeah. Disgraced reporter Eddie Brock stumbled upon an aggressive alien organism called a symbiote during one of the lowest points of his life. The two were joined and used their combined lust for violence to make their city safer as the lethal protector. Venom 
years ago, the offspring of the Venom symbiote bonded with the serial killer Cletus Cassidy, creating Venom's greatest foe, Carnage. But the symbiote isn't the only one with a child Eddie now has a son named Dylan. With Venom away fighting Carnage, Dylan and ex-symbiote host Normie Osborne were left in the custody of the Maker, which we all knew was a Bad idea from the get-go, yes. but they were soon Terrible. attacked by four of Carnage's minions. The Life Foundation symbiotes Riot, Phage, Lasher, and Agony. Corner, that, that sounds like how I describe my life, usually. <laughs> Corner, is there busy and tired? Is, are those two symbiotes that are late for the party? Because then it would be, it, it really would work. Cornered and ready to fight for their lives, Dylan and Normie were suddenly saved by another symbiote named Sleeper, who we ended up finding out from a lot of people who Sleeper was. That was good. It's written by Donny Cates, which is, in my mind, why the Venom book is pretty crucial to this whole absolute carnage deal and has been one of the better tie-ins because Donny Cates himself is writing it. Art by Iban Coelho, who continues to do a great job, I'll tell you that. Color by Arane Barreto and letters by VCs. Clayton Cowles right there with everybody else not being Monopoly. shunned. Not being yeah. shunned like he was before. He's right there on the marquee. Uh, you do start out, which is funny because everybody telling us a bit about Sleeper and the whole idea of what that symbiote is. We do get a little bit of a yeah, Sleeper This was enough deal. for me. It was weird. It's enough for me now that a bunch of people told us about Sleeper. I think that it might be a little less than what some other people might have needed then. But it does point you, you know, to where to look and things like that. But we've had it. uh, A lot of people telling us all over the place, you know, that uh, who Sleeper was and what it is all about. So it's pretty cool. You see that he is coming to earth because of the whole null slash carnage stuff so he's there in rex's safe house now this is actually he severed his connection as well yeah this is probably one of the funnier things that's going to happen here in this whole absolute carnage because you have sleeper there we we know that he is a good guy here even the way he got the symbiote all these type of things where he's there with dylan and normie and he's saying you know hey you know you're you got the symbiote in you as well i can tell that um i'm not like a relative of eddie's he thinks that he's like hey you know my brother if you're the brother of my brother how are we related he's like i wanted him to say yeah, it ain't like that like yeah. we we don't really have Sit brothers down and, and let sisters me tell you a here. story buddy yeah there's yeah. there's things about the birds and the bees here you know i'm just another <laughs> symbiote yes yeah, so we're kind of related that way but we're not really but almost again almost goes to the full deal of telling dylan like listen you're eddie's son i I don't know if you realize this he doesn't uh and the thing is he actually starts to try to bond with uh eddie and the thing is as he's doing this because he ends up showing the kree soldier that is the body in the symbiote there and it's dead and it's another reminder and i think that this is something that is important is going to be important later as well that I don't know that everybody, especially coming into this with the symbiotes and stuff like that, realize that they can bond to a dead body. We've seen it. We saw yeah. it in Scream as well, where you can just be bones underneath there and it continues on. Now, you don't obviously then have, you know, a lot of voices going on and somebody dead. Um, so the sleeper symbiote even is like, man, we can kind of, you know, kind of get you involved here and then we'll have somebody else to talk to finally and things like that. And almost 
goes and, you know, kind of takes over Dylan. And he ends up getting blasted by the maker with a sonic, you know, the sonic weapon that sonic he has. Gun. Yeah. And I thought at that point, I didn't realize you, you do see the sonic waves. But at first, I actually really thought that it was either the symbiote rejecting Dylan or Dylan being able to reject the symbiote or it was just the symbiote coming apart to go on to Dylan and then I realized oh no it's the maker that ended up yep. just destroying Lingering it around. right at yeah. the point where you know it may have the maker might be right because he's like you don't trust them don't name them because like it was sleeper and he's like oh <laughs> don't name it you know it's like a pet that you don't you like don't plan on cat, keeping yeah. yeah and uh but the way that the symbiote was acting at that last bit really wasn't acting that great and from where this goes on it does seem to join up with some other bad symbiotes that we we saw with all the uh you know the foundation life foundation symbiotes that maker comes in and and then shows listen here's these people that that family that we saw that got taken over uh you know by those symbiotes they are he has stripped the symbiote from them he has you know contained the symbiotes in these containers which he now it's very ghostbusters esque the way it is in these containers and he has now put the sleeper symbiote in as well and Dylan's mad because the maker's still going with the plan of get an army we're going to put him in this machine yeah. we're going to see if get it works he may die but we're going to get the codex up because the maker is here's the thing it's like one of those evil things where you know the maker is not great he's not really you know a good guy but he also is right you know, the carnage is going to yeah, come for Norm. You got to get them Although out. He, now, did, he did test it out on one of the family members. That was all the screaming you were hearing at that one yeah, point, yeah, I think. Yeah. So, well, yeah, with that, he even did that. And he's like trying to do this. And, and the maker, well, that's when, you know, Dylan runs off because he's like, I'm going to try this on this guy. Maker seems to be really enjoying it. Now, I do want to point something out uh, that we did have in the mail. That was the mail that you were not involved in. Was the idea of the maker is talking in lowercase letters? It's it's the only yeah. characters, only I mean, characters the from universe. Yes, yeah. Uh, one of the things that Matt in the mail that we just did pointed out was that you have a lot of those lowercase letters in the X books of Hickman, and he's wondering if, in fact, that Hickman not only is bringing back the X books but also the Ultimate Universe because a lot of the characters are talking in lowercase letters, which you only see from, like you said, the Ultimate Universe. That's yeah. a pretty specific thing. So it was something I didn't yeah, realize while Marvel I was reading. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even realize. I, I actually didn't even realize that was a thing coming over. Unless you're uh, you know, looking for it, it's year. very easy to Oh, yeah, I, I read this. I never easy. even thought, like, why is the makers talking in lowercase? I, I'm just reading. Yeah. I'm telling you, I have enough troubles reading uh, than recognizing lowercase <laughs> and uppercase. But it is a pretty cool idea. Uh, and to see how that'll play out in the Xbox. I just wanted to bring it out, up because I did see that. Because as the makers grinning, as he's pretty much seems to be torturing and killing this family as he's trying to get the codexes out, uh, you end up having Dylan leave. Uh, you know, run off to go with Normie and say, you know, I'm not going to let anything happen to you. Uh, we, I got a plan. We're going to use this plan. And he's trying to think of what to do. And he's like, you got a plan. What's your plan? He's like, well, I, I, maybe I should do kind of like 
what Eddie would do. Like what it's it's one of the bumper stickers. You don't want to have what would Eddie Brock do as your bumper sticker on your car. That's because right, yeah. pretty much then you're gonna run over somebody uh and then do things that nobody should do. It's the worst. So with Dylan there, he's like, huh. What would Eddie do? And pretty much comes up with the idea, rightfully so, he would do something stupid. So they end up, and and it's good because you set up where they did have that pretty much cache of weapons in that room where they must go grab those weapons and then go off then into where the maker is, where all this stuff's going on and says, listen, you're not doing anything to Normie. We're leaving. Like you, you can stay here and do what the heck you want. We're we're out of here. We're leaving, and you're not going to do anything about it. And and you know the maker flips out, ends up showing you again his fantastic four. Yeah, you know Reed Richards ability. Like oh, you dumb kids. Yeah. And so he ends up going to attack them. And the plan, <laughs> the plan of Dylan's is you, you think haywire. it's to shoot it maker, south, to but it's not. Least, well, yeah. his his plan is to shoot the symbiotes. In these containers, destroy the containers so that the maker has something to, you know, a diversion that he's going to have to deal with recapturing the symbiotes while they escape. The problem is that there's five of them now, I, you know, I believe, right? Four or five now <laughs> yeah. because you oh, even yeah, have f- the sleeper deal uh, five, in there. because the four yeah. from the uh, corporation yep. and now sleeper. And then the sleeper. So they're all there. And it's funny, too, because as this is going on, you kind of have the sleeper symbiote like walking over like, huh, what's going on? And this is where I think that maybe what's going on, we'll have to see uh, if Sleeper is good or not. I think Sleeper's the Codex in Dylan and just more intrigued by him. I think he's still a good dude. Yeah. Uh, Because he's, like he said in the beginning of the story, he severed his connection through those pheromones or whatever he has. Uh, to Null. So he he's trying to come stop Null. He was on Team yeah, and No Null. Yeah, that's the thing. That's why I think that you're going to end up with the, you know, showing that Sleeper is on the up and up and will end up that symbiote helping because this is where now we have full out maker symbiote and he's going to attack. And you think that he is going to go after Normie. Well, the problem is, is that the maker knows that Dylan is Eddie's son and also has the codex in him. Now, we we were talking this week on Slack that who knew, you know, we weren't positive that that's fully true. The maker could have been lying. Yeah. He might have been setting something up. It doesn't seem to be that way because when the symbiote, uh, you know, infected maker comes over and they say through the symbiote says, you know, maker knows stuff that we didn't. Now we know because he's part yeah. of us. And we, so now, you know, because yeah, that we were discussing not if maker knew, if carnage knew what was up with uh, yeah. Dylan. And well, we kind of came to the conclusion know. we didn't, but now he yeah. definitely does. Now he should. <laughs> but even, yeah, because yeah. these, the four symbiotes, they did book not. Yet know. at that time. So I don't know if yeah. Aaron was ahead of and, us and, and that's why he was asking. The four didn't know until they got Maker. So Maker informed them of it. And so what happens is the the Maker symbiotic, you know, deal grabs Normie and, and Dylan's like, you stop it. Don't hurt Normie. Don't hurt Normie. And that's fine because we're after you, uh, you know, meaning yep. Dylan. And Dylan's confused. And he's like, you know what? You know, get away from me. You, you don't know. Get away. He's and still ends in up, the dark about a lot of this stuff. Ends up, up really freaking out on. almost like he, he does look 
like a Dragon Ball Z character out of nowhere, yeah. maybe even Akira, uh, ends up freaking out. It looks like the symbiote is even activated in him uh, in this Codex deal, and he ends up this punching codex, yeah. the maker out. Almost punches the symbiotes off of him uh, and ends up figuring out like, oh, my God, you know, what's going on? I- I'm more powerful. He's shocked at what he did. And then we get the cliffhanger, which is an awesome cliffhanger, especially if you like the characters. And and pretty much it's like a who's who. It's Spider-Man freaking Wolverine thing and Captain America show up to help. Awesome. And that's pretty awesome. I mean, yeah. just that cliffhanger is like, oh, this is going to be awesome. So I, I really did like this. I, I like uh, Coelho's I art a, a lot. lot. I think that I'm now used to it because I love Ryan Stegman's art. And in the main Carnage, Absolute Carnage books, it's incredible. And even Coelho was doing a pretty decent job of, you know, making us not really miss, you know, Ryan Stegman's art. I'm starting to get to the idea that I might even like, uh, you know, I guess it's Ivan Coelho. I like yeah. his art just as much. And and if he continues, yeah, it's good. It's you know, a this, different style, but it's, it's a different style. It's, it's lighter book. and it, it's got more, you know, colors to it. It's got more of a, like, you know, like I said, almost like a cartoonier look. It, when you ended up having Dylan going nuts, he, he really did look like an anime character out of nowhere. And I actually <laughs> like that to show that he's freaked out so much. Uh, I really did. I, I'm really digging it, though. I'm saying I love Ryan Stegman's art. Uh, and the next time we get one of with the, him. Yeah, the one of the tie-ins you should be reading if you're reading. Yeah, MC yeah, I Carnage. think that you have to read this one uh, of the of all the tie-ins. And it makes sense because Donnie Cates is writing it. So you, yeah, you would and go and everything came everything. from it. Yeah, everything yeah, came yeah, from yeah. the Venom book. So, yeah, if, if you end up not reading Lethal Protectors or you don't end up reading, you know, Carnage versus Deadpool or whatever, you can always look those up and see what went on and, you know, go with the one, two, you know, little things that happen in it. This book seems very important. And, and because of that, I, I'm going to give it an 8.5. I really enjoyed this. And the the other thing about the Venom book, it's always been a very quick read. There's always real big yeah. panels. There's always this the page is pretty big. Yeah. And it went real fast. But at the end, I never feel ripped off. Like a lot of books that, you know, you end up reading really fast. It's because it's just a fight. Or it's because yeah, or you don't there are six it, spread pages fast. and they're not yeah. saying much. And it's all this goes fast, I think, because it's such a it's even when they're just standing around, you know, in the you know, in the safe house, it, there's so much tension and so much, you know, stuff that just picks up the pace. It's a very quick paced book. So you end up reading it really quick along with the the pace of the book. And I, I really, really do like it. So I'm going to go eight five. What would you give it? Yeah, I guess I'm going to give this book an 8.5 as well, same as yeah. Daredevil. I mean, I do really really enjoy the art. The cliffhanger at the end really got me excited for the next issue yeah. of this series with all those heroes. And, and, I mean, it has you know, your, your favorite character, The Thing. And then your side Both characters, of like yeah. Spider-Man <laughs> and Wolverine, but The Thing. You, you and love Captain, it. Captain, Captain America. America. I love to yeah. read that book every month. Yeah, you, yeah, know, yeah. Huh? you know yeah, me. Yeah, really. You've been really um, digging but... that run. <laughs> Where, where's Black <laughs> Panther for you? you yeah. You've been well, like keeping I up I on his said, solo book, too. No, absolutely not. No. Um, like I already said, I, I think this is one of the books, if you're reading Absolute Carnage, you need to pick up and be yeah. invested in. And it fills in the blanks of that story very well. And even even with the editor's note in this issue stating, if you want to see the rest of Maker's conversation, tune into yeah. Absolute Carnage issue two. So 
you know, it's yeah. syncing up well with that yeah, event. Yeah, because and, that uh, was, and we were wondering when we were going to see that. It's when Maker was talking to Eddie about the idea that Dylan has the codex, that Annie didn't have it, that it was transferred to her son yep. being Dylan. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because uh, Eddie that. was all flipping out that, yeah, uh, that Annie, Annie got dug, dug up. up, and he's yep. like, no, the carnage that, left. Yeah. You know, he, he like Annie wasn't one of the bodies. He, he ended up yeah. going saying, I went through the FBI list, I broke into that deal. And, and he wasn't one of the bodies. And then uh, the one thing that it does kind of bother me through the whole deal is the idea that it was such a jump, uh, jumping to conclusions that since Annie's body wasn't dug up, then she must have passed on the codex to Dylan, who to now has it. And yeah. it's like, really? Like, again, I don't know. <laughs> everything or a lot about venom he's never displayed yeah this is the thing it's very odd so and i think that that's the main reason why they had that happen so that not so that you know dylan can find out that he's had his son for the most for the most part i think it's so that he can end up having some powers with them being separated and stuff like that oh yeah he's he's not just the helpless person being chased throughout the entire so that's pretty cool And, and even the idea of dylan saying to sleeper like are you related to my dad? You know, my brother, he thought at that point. Are you, so you're related to my brother. How does this make us related? He's like, eh, it's a little more complicated than that. I think that that's the way that you're going to end up where Dylan still seems to be maybe in the dark. He does hear that conversation with the maker. I, you don't know how much it ends up going away from that. So you don't know. I have a feeling that he's just going to think, well, I showed some symbiote stuff, so I must be related more to Eddie than I thought and kind of bring that up and then Eddie thinking that he's like talking about him being a father and then spills the beans when he didn't have to. Yeah. We'll see. Oh yeah, Eddie's gonna we've spill it on accident. Yeah, yeah we've I been know. waiting, you know, all these times with or these theories about when bed, this is like gonna he, happen. He's about to get killed by Carnage yeah. and yeah, he's we'll gonna see. spill it. Yeah, or we're going to fight. Here's my prediction. This will be my little prediction. We'll see if it comes through. There is going to be a point where Eddie's about to die, and you're going to have Dylan, without any other things being said, is going to yell to Carnage, get off my father, and then attack with a symbiote, and then we'll realize that he's known all along, that that we thought yeah. that he didn't, but he did <laughs> know. Cool. He just didn't want to say anything to Eddie because it was uncomfortable or whatnot. I have a feeling that's what's going to happen. Uh, so we'll see. But yeah. There we go. Uh, we'll see how that ends up. But yeah, this is the podcast. So uh, thanks, everybody. I hope you don't mind that it is a little less of a podcast this week. Yeah. It was a Normal extenuating circumstances. But yeah, we'll be back, including me and Double A Ron talking the X books. We'll catch up with last week's book and then also this coming up weeks. I don't even know if we're back to House of X at the point. I, I have no idea. I got to get back on the swing. That's for of you things. guys so, to worry but about. But whatever it will be, it'll be two books. <laughs> We'll be doing the one that we skipped and then the one that, that comes out. And then me and Brandon will be doing the weekend show with mail. If you want to mail, help me email us at weirdsciencemarvelcomics at gmail.com. Also, we will have our Patreon spotlight this week. And I didn't even check to see what was winning. I, I know what I, I think is going to win. If I'm going to guess now, I'm going to see right now. I have a feeling that definitely the Spider-Man number one 
will be oh yeah uh, one of the picks that that I has guess there's to some be. big twist in there I, yeah i, I heard uh, I, I didn't even i didn't want to be uh spoiled it looks like right now if the voting doesn't change the patreon spotlight this week will be spider-man number one and black panther and the agents of wakanda number one so we'll see how that goes but a a bunch of cool books come out including absolute carnage number three we have dead man logan number 11 comes out a book that me and you seem to be the only fans of but hey we'll go down the last ones guardians of the galaxy ultimate or is that 12 it is number 11 penultimate. So we also oh, okay. have Guardians of the Galaxy, Miss Marvel, a couple books that we really enjoy. So we'll pick which ones that we'll have on the regular feed. Uh, but the Patreon looks like it will definitely have at least Spider-Man number one. And it is kind of a battle between Black Panther and Agents of Wakanda and Absolute Carnage 3. So we'll see what that goes. But if you want to listen to those, go over to patreon.com slash weird science. Sign up for all sorts of different shows, including that spotlight that we just talked about. But thanks everybody thanks brandon uh we are gonna leave now and i'm gonna run down the hall and watch the browns monday night gaming with the jets with my son rafe who has disgraced me by leaving the (laughs) eagles fold a couple years ago and became a browns no more eagles fandom no more no it's just me in the house now it's just because rafe's the only one who actually likes football nobody else does logan bailed he did at one point he bailed on football None of my, uh, my none of my kids. Zach ended up saying that while he was in boot camp, you would end up getting dribs and drabs of sports scores, uh, especially when the football season started. And he has he said he had no idea what they were talking about. He he barely knows the teams in the NFL, so they're like, yeah, you know. And and of course, when you're down there, there's a lot of you know Panthers talk. Carolina Panthers, yeah. uh, one of the big things there because Can't a lot of talk. the people. Uh, a lot of the yeah, but a lot of Redskins talk because of the idea of Washington D.C. Some of the people there, you know, had been back and forth at D.C. and had become Redskins fans as well. And I told Zach those two are nonsense teams. You should like the Eagles. He said there actually was a drill sergeant there from Quakertown. That that was weird. Oh, yeah. And uh, also like three guys. He went down with two other guys, but when he got down there, he met like four other people from Quakertown down there as well but from what he told me you don't really get a lot of chance to gab and they don't really tell you anything i mean anything so he he was pretty much oblivious to anything that happened this summer uh so that's that uh but yeah thanks everybody and we'll talk to you in a couple days